goddess adventures? Get out of that cold. You look like you could use a pint, maybe three, along with some fresh stew and bread. Sit back, enjoy the fire, rest your aches, and listen as we discuss as to what our favorite cantrips are and why on today's episode of Busy Adults. Side note, no matter what Yaka tells you, wish is not a cantrip. Even recording in mono, I force it to mono. Like what I, I have in my pants, mono. Can you have mono in your pants? Is that where mono is? That's where it is now. That's where that's where I keep it, and then I share it. With you. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't get shared at all. No, he sticks his hands down his pants, and then starts touching people in the face. Stick your hand down my pants, and I and bet, I'll you, bet feel you feel nuts. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, classic '90s. Oh God, you guys are terrible. Pop, I love them. Punk, rap, group. I th- I think I consider more of that more just comedy. Yeah, it was more comedy. Fair enough. Ain't nothing but mammals. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do what I, I do know. on the Discovery Channel, and then clean it up. Prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. No. Funnily enough, not anymore. Oh man, that'd be fun. Funnily enough, that is a segue into our topic for today. (laughs) Yeah. So, welcome to the Busy Adults Podcast, guys. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, we're keeping the part about jizzing in the show. Yep. Let's do it. (sighs) Yep. Thanks, Yaka. That's going to be the preview. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I just finished my alcoholic beverage. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And surprise, (laughs) it is an even number podcast, and I, Drake Rider, am here. Yeah, you almost (laughs) didn't make it. Uh, I woke up and was like, nope, I'm continuing the streak. I'm going back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, surprisingly, we've got everybody here today. Yeah. The first time since, what, the f- episode three? Yeah. D&D Court. Yeah. The gang's all here. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah, how do we want to start? Do we want to roll initiative. for initiative? Roll right. for initiative. We're doing oh, it. Oh, I'm going last. Oh. That's all there is well, to Well, yeah, it. okay, Drake and Ryder's going last. Yeah, because yours is... A thing. Double ones. I got four. Sixteen. All right. Ooh. Wait, how did you get double ones? It's eleven. Yeah, eleven. <laughs> There's two ones. <laughs> I know Wait. they're not double ones. I thought you rolled oh, two of them. No, like, no. Why did you roll two? No, see, there's there's double ones on this. See, two ones. Look at that. My four-year-old daughter would call that an 11. Yeah, you know, <laughs> she would. Yeah, but when you're educated. No. <laughs> now it's double ones. <laughs> now it's double ones. <laughs> I got one, two. <laughs> you got a two? No, one, two, <laughs> twelve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it looks like Ray's first. That's me, I'm first. Yeah, actually, we're just going to jump right in it. Um... 
we're talking about our favorite cantrips in this episode. Uh, as noted earlier by our good friend Yaka and re- referenced prestidigitation. Uh, and I guess I get to go first. So, okay, maybe these aren't like our favorite. These are great cantrips. I don't get the opportunity to play very often. That's okay. Maybe one day. And New year that changes. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Um, and the first one that I wanted to talk about was Chill Touch. I like Chill Touch. Let me read you the spell. It's cute. Uh, Chill Touch is a cantrip, obviously, in the necromancy class. It's a casting time of one action. It has a range of 120 feet. Its components are verbal and somatic, and it lasts for one round. Uh, this is available to sorcerers, warlocks, and wizards, and then I guess additional classes based on any type of different feats or whatever sort of abilities you might be able to choose this. The spell says, you create a ghostly skeletal hand in the space of a... Nope. Words. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have had that alcoholic drink before, huh? Should have waited until the halfway point when you were done. <laughs> You create a ghostly skeletal hand in the space of a creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the creature to assail it with the chill of the grave. Uh, On a hit, the target takes 1d8 necrotic damage, and it cannot regain hit points until the start of your next turn. Until then, the hand clings to the target, and if you hit an undead target, it also has disadvantage on the attack rolls against you until the end of your next turn. The spell's damage increases by 1d8 when you reach level 5, the 11th level, as well as the 17th level. There's a lot of great stuff about this chill touch. One of the, like, the main things about it is obviously not the necrotic damage, it only deals 1d8, but the fact that the target cannot regain hit points until the start of my next turn, me the attacker. Uh, it's really good against undead as well. Obviously, they have disadvantage against you. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking good. I, I mean, I don't know how much more to go into <laughs> it, but at a low level, having a cantrip like this um, against like maybe your first boss or your first sort of enemy team that has a healer, being able to take away the fact that one of the enemies cannot regain hit points until your next turn is tremendous. It's it's a little bit of a strategist's sort of spell. Um, so while it is a cantrip, it's probably not one of the ones that a first-time player is going to pick up. Um... The great part of it is also that the spell damage increases uh, as you reach 5th, 11th, and 7th level, or 17th level, maxing out at 4d8. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. No. No, not at all. No. No, especially with the cutoff of the healing. I mean, that's pretty significant even at high levels. Yeah. That that right there is like, can determine like, oh, hey, the party's going to survive, or... Hey, the party might be dead. Yeah. Like, I, I know that as a DM, I would be pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I would be so mad if in the final battle, like, the big evil bad guy is 
wailing against you and you come up and you use a cantrip on his ass and he can no longer heal until your next turn and you just keep like, doing it and doing and it and you just and... yeah and you just keep doing it <laughs> like yeah that would make me so mad i would be so very proud yeah. of somebody to use that against me um i'm not sure if it would continue to work if i killed the person who did that uh, as a DM against the player, because this is until the next turn. If you're dead or like if you're making death saves, you technically still have a next turn. Yeah, I would say probably until like the like player's turn. So in the initiative order, even if the player has died, once the initiative order comes back around to that actually dead player, that's when it would probably come off them. Uh, I mean, it doesn't say it's concentration. Right. So to me, it's. A time <laughs> I think if you're dead, you might lose concentration. Maybe. But you're right. right. It's, right. it's not a concentration yeah. spell. Yeah. yeah. So probably so when it comes like, back around on initiative, that's when it would go away. So it's yeah. kind of like a timed thing. That's yeah. how I kind of yeah. see it. So. But I'm but wondering, I, you know, would you do it for yeah. trolls who, like, genetically, mm. would that be? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get it from a, yeah. some magic or an item or whatever. Or someone casts us, but whatever, you know, anything. Like I mean, that. So if would you counteract the biological, or it, do you consider yeah, that because... magical? Nope, no. It, rules is written. It's all healing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, right. I agree. He would not regenerate. They would not regenerate. Yeah, because um, it it is necrotic that. damage. So you could argue the necrotic damage is what's keeping his body from healing. The True. the death yeah, damage. Okay. And that's one thing I'd never liked about the name of it, Chill Touch. Like, it always sounds like an ice spell to me. Not so much, you know, necrotic. But once it's explained, it kind of makes sense. The ice, way it ice, was, baby. I think in previous editions, is it what they, like, one of the first things they would say would be like, it's the chill of the grave. Yeah, and it makes sense once, again, it gets explained a little bit. Right. I just don't like the name as is. Yeah. Be like Grave Touch or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> we what's a good name? What's a good name for Chill Touch besides Grave Touch? Because it just sounds Skeletal like touch. a pervert that goes through and, that any, goes through cemeteries just touching stuff. Anything with touch is gonna be <laughs> fucking perverted. I mean you got skeletal yeah. touch, you got bony touch. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that every night before bed, right? Your bony touch, and then, whew, knocks you out. <laughs> Produce like a... I know, I'm thinking too. Death's kiss or something. Well, even then, that, that almost makes you think, though, like, hey, that's a kill spell. Right. That's true. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I don't have a better answer. <laughs> if it was for my bard, I'd name it the Thriller Touch. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's my spell that I wanted to talk about. I like Chill Touch. I like the extra sort of jazzy effects that it has. Um, it's great for low level, but you know, we talked about in certain circumstances. You know, maybe one on one. It might be even better for a higher level game. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Yaka. I will, I, Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, yeah, you did it. <laughs> I'll add real quick to yours, Ray. The nice thing about higher levels is 
if you have to do like a tracking type thing or you know you come up against just basically cannon fodder you can go up and be like chill touch and insta kill and you're not wasting any spells yeah yeah actually you know yeah yeah with the scale the ability like that for sure yeah because it does level up and be like oh you see a small band of goblins and be like well if you're especially if you're playing like some type of like rogue multi-class or even like the rogue um the arcane trickster arcane, arcane trickster. trickster yeah you know you could sneak up and be like okay when you everyone hold an action i'm gonna sneak up on this fucker take everyone else out and you do it all once and it kind of gives you that like cool role play like everyone else is like okay i shoot my crossbow or my bow or something while you're like i go up and i touch and you see him just wither and <laughs> yep yeah, it's really good for um, spell conservation as well for those of you guys. Like, the Warlock. It's great for a Warlock. You guys yep. only get, what, like, four spells at level 20 or something like that? It's like four or five. My turn? Yes. My turn. Well, my favorite cantrip is Wish. No, just fucking with you. Um, <laughs> I thought it was Power of Kill. Wait a minute. Come on. Power Are you just wishing cantrips on us? Yes. I, I wished for power word kill. Um, <laughs> <no>. can. <laughs> can you even do that? I just roundabouted can, that whole motherfucking thing right there. Um, you can certainly that, try. That would be such oh, okay, a like, Matt hilarious Mercer, game. Down God damn it. Wait, like, hold on. How? Okay, uh, Drake and Ryder, you're the other DM. How will you fuck Yaka up if he wishes for power, for power word kill to be a cantrip? Oh Besides oh, just straight dude. up saying no, how how will, how can we fuck them up? I would actually allow it, and then I would have like a little goblin, like wizard that just passed the academy, come up and power word kill. Me. Oh. <laughs> like it's not just a cantrip can for trip. you, yeah, yeah, it, it, it. yeah. That's it's right. literally wow. become a cantrip for everyone. Oh. To be honest, yes, perfect. You could probably just chill touch me and I'd be dead. <laughs> That's a wizard, bro. <laughs> Either that or I'd be like, hey, look, it's another game and playing a wizard and monkey's bird character magically appears and fires multiple arrows and rolls all that ones and they end up impaling Yaka's character. Out of practice range. He's just walking by. <laughs> just would be like be like Yaka your character has this un- sudden unsense or sudden sense of uneasiness and absolute dread as this magical bird person just <laughs> magically appears and as he unleashes his bow you realize oh god in another life and another universe this is what killed you <laughs> yes this is what's gonna kill you again alright alright so Back to no, Yaku and his wonderful cantrip that's not wish or power word kill. Uh, power word stun. Um, <laughs> my favorite cantrip is prestidigitation. Uh, it's so good. Uh, well, I'll read it even though it's boring so you can skip this part if you want. But the range of 10 <laughs> feet, verbal somatic, and it lasts up to an hour. And the spell has a... M- is a minor magic trick that novice spellcasters use for practice. You create one of the following magical effects within range. You create 
an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, a puff of wind, farting, uh, faint musical <laughs> notes, or an odd order, farting again. Um, <laughs> you instantly light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. You instantly clean or soil any object no larger than one cubic foot. You chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. You make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or a surface for one hour. You create a non-magical trinket or an illusionary image that can fit in your hand and that lasts until the end of your next turn. If you cast this spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at a time, and you can dismiss with an action. Ooh, I love it. Like, I always, as my wizard, I'm just looking at how to just, like, use this spell all the time, all the time. And I just keep thinking, like, when it said to flavor food, it just brought back the instant when we were uh, camping with these barbarians, and I cast it on their nasty-ass food <laughs> so I could stomach it, because that my hobby is cooking. And you were like, wait, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, like, tastes like <laughs> shit. <laughs> and you're like, uh, you're going to have to roll or you're going to piss them off. And I was like, oh, shit, with a plus one dex, let's do this, baby. 20. Nat 20, <laughs> that bitch. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you needed that. Otherwise, you would have got your ass beat so bad. That that was a good one. Yep. Oh, but... man. That was memorable. <laughs> The other one that I just thought of, because it says instantly cleaner soil, which I did use to clean mm-hmm. something, but I was like, hmm, or someone. I am the you were cleaning wizard. the party's genitals. You cleaned yeah. my ass. Yeah, because <laughs> you know you were I mean, traveling in the desert, and you're like, hey, everyone's got like funk crotch, so prestidigitation. Right. Yep. Why? Why not be nice? And then you know when you jerk off, later, you just clean yourself up. It's like. No Kleenex necessary whatsoever. <laughs> Just poof, it's gone. This is definitely uh, a semen heavy episode. Apparently. I poof God. and then it poofs away. Oh. Okay. Um, I just love it cuz like to me it's it's more RP. It, like there's obviously no damage or anything. But just so RP heavy, you could to me, you can change the way a conversation is being held just by doing a kind act or or just trying to make fun of shit with doing a stupid-ass act. I'm looking out for both. Yeah, Prestidigitation is one of those spells that is just super RP-heavy. Like, I've seen and read articles and posts of like where people just poo-poo all over Prestidigitation, and it's like, Dude, that is an RP heavy spell. Yeah, like, straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely is, and it's such a good one too. I mean, it fits so many different roles. There's no reason for a wizard or really any spellcaster not to have it if you plan on RPing at all. Right. Yeah, even if like you're not planning on really RP and you still have like the crazy shenanigans that you can do just to like every once in a while just be like, Oh, this happens. Yeah. 
Yeah. But if you yeah, if you're in an RP of any type game, it is a must have. Yeah. If you're in like a super combat heavy one where you don't really like have those fun points, like you just want a serious fun war campaign, uh, you know, whatever, don't take it. Right. Yeah, if you're in a if you're in a dice rolling like murder hobo Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't need that spell. No, because why would you want to no. clean off your bloody armor? Just let it rot. Right. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about the part of the spell that you were talking about, about it uh, heating up or chilling objects. I think that as a DM, I might allow somebody to, like, freeze over a floor with water with prestidigitation. If it's a cold night and you chill it even further, I mean... You might make a slippery surface for somebody to walk on. They might not necessarily take damage from it, but you know, you might be able to change your terrain with that. If it was used in like the specific environmental or situational thing where you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's 32 degrees. I'm going to chill it to 32 <laughs> or 33 <laughs> degrees. Chill it to 32. <laughs> Boom. Got your ice. For an hour. Yeah. And I mean, also heating up on that end, you could heat up somebody's clothes. You can make it, you're not going to burn them. You're not dealing damage, but you might make them feel uncomfortable. They might take off their jacket that they have something in their pocket in. Like, there's a lot of things you could do with prestidigitation that aren't necessarily RP. The wizard's quote-unquote girlfriend leans over, babe, I'm cold, cast prestidigitation. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Warmed up that jacket. Why don't you get under the blanket with me? No need, babe. <laughs> Virgin forever. <laughs> <laughs> Typical wizard. Oh, shit. Am I next? That would be you. Yeah, oh, would be okay. you. Alright. Uh, mine is Druidcraft. Look, I said it right this time, guys. <laughs> yes, you said Yeah. Yeah, keep mentioning that spell. We'll see how long. This I know, lasts. I know. So Druidcraft, um, it is. I'm not gonna read the entire thing because there's actually a lot of detail to it. But that's true. It's a casting time of an action, thirty foot range, visual and somatic opponents, uh, verbal. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said visual, verbal and somatic components, and it's instantaneous. However, a couple of the actual like effects last for like 24 hours, it says. Um, so you can create a tiny harmless sensory effect that predicts the weather at your location for a day, 24 hours. It can manifest in a number of ways, like cloud for rain or snowflakes for snow or whatever. It's really, it's very RP heavy type of cantrip. Um, I used it for my druid that I will always keep talking about because he's amazing. But I used it to continuously grow mushroom beds for my guy to lay on. Oh, your Simic yes. guy? Yep. Simic hybrid? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, instead of, um, like, you can, it says you can instantaneously make a flower blossom, a seed pot open, or a leaf bud bloom. I just made mushrooms grow underneath me so i could sleep on them instead of a you know a bedroll or whatever hell yeah dude so lots of fun there i mean you can just be really weird and creepy about it but the more like fun things you can do 
you can create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, basically like prestidigitation. Um, but it, it's more like nature based, I would RP it as. So it gives examples such as falling leaves, puff of wind, sound of a small animal, or faint odor of a skunk. So, I mean, you could, like, with the skunk, hey, somebody shit their pants. There you go. <laughs> now you smell like a skunk. Um, the effect has to fit in a five-foot cube, which is a pretty fucking large area. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you could just do a lot of fun stuff with it. And then the last bit, you instantly light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. I mean... It's, again, really simple. You can just light a fire, stop a fire, or whatever. Um, you can't just create it out of nowhere, like produce flame, but you can, you know, hey, look, wood, start a campfire. Oh, look, I got this club. Well, now it's a torch. You can do stuff like that, but you can't just hold fire in your hand and walk around. Lame. I know. <laughs> I know, but I like it because I've used it with that druid for a lot of like weird creepy RPing with Yaka. And it's just I don't know. It's fun. It's creative. Makes things a little didn't, different. Didn't you have like mushroom spores like poof out of your body yeah. or something gross like that? Yeah. What? Yeah. So <laughs> if you haven't heard the other episodes, Elwarren Silward is a druid um of the Circle of Spores. And I based him off of um, Shino Aburame from Naruto. If anybody watches that, I'm sure you do. A bunch of nerds like us. I know Drake doesn't watch it, which is fine. It's on my list. I will say that. I it's know. on my I list know. to watch. Just watch to a certain point. I'll tell you about it later. And then just stop because everything else doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I know. It How just dare does you? not matter. There's so much filler. It's it's not bad. Um, okay. But yeah, so like Shino in the anime, instead of bugs coming out of little like holes in his body like a hive, it's little tiny mushroom spores or just fungal spores. Uh, yeah, it's creepy as shit, but I loved it. So Druidcraft was a nice little addition to it that I kind of just messed with with uh ray's approval of course the dm and yeah that's that's druidcraft it's fun i want to like rp the uh weatherman edition of it you know, <laughs> i know like that tomorrow we'll have clear skies <laughs> Do you walk around with like a green screen backdrop with you and you're in a suit the <laughs> oh. entire time Stormy like weather is here. <laughs> and you're wrong a majority of the time. <laughs> you yes. know what it really is, but you're just going to fuck around. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's going to be a sunny not? day. 75 degrees. No problem. And it snows. And it's 10 degrees. I mean, you could use that to your advantage if, you know, you're trying to spread misinformation. Maybe there's a rival group or something, and they need to, you know, reach someplace before you. Oh, oh yeah, I heard it's supposed to be really nice weather tonight. Great for traveling, as soon as they get out there, torrential rainpouring. 
ten yep. percent of the time it works every time. Yes. <laughs> it's perfect. No, it's a great spell. I think that it kind of has small elements from a few other different cantrips. Like the part about starting a fire, like obviously it reminds me of Produce Flame, but it also sort of reminds me of Thaumaturgy where it like increases right. the, the flame or the light of the situation. And then on top of that with your uh, a sound of an animal or, you know, fart smell, whatever you guys were talking about, <laughs> you know, it's a little bit of minor illusion. You know, it, it piecemeals a bunch of different stuff together and it makes a really great, well-rounded spell, utility spell. Yeah, I dig it. And it just, it again, it's another RP. Yeah, very RP. Heavy spell, so yeah. I'm always a fan of those. Yep. I think it's pretty cool, and like looking at it, like I don't get too interested in it because I I don't. To me, when I want if I want prestidigitation over all of that, right? But you know, when you're a druid, I don't think you have that option. So you have druid craft, which is very close. And to me, I'm like this one's kind of on the fence whether I take it or not. If I really want to RP, but the biggest druid craft uh, cast in my head and i don't want to give it away was vax <laughs> at the end of campaign one with his druid craft and what i was actually going to mention oh, that like you want to talk about you want to talk about a like a cantrip that just like shatters you and your soul oh Go yes. watch critical role season one yeah. fall in love with the characters and then that final episode <laughs> no. your soul just shattered I made the mistake of watching the lead up to that at work. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It was rough. I will yeah. say this, like, even before I started watching season one, was watching season two and, you know, was being referenced like, hey, if you want to watch, like, D&D make a person cry, go watch that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know the characters. Like, I know the actors, but I don't know the characters. And I just watched that, like, 30 minutes and I think I was like 10 minutes in and I was with like the whole cast just sobbing. Don't even know these characters. <laughs> and just like the way, because yeah. like if you literally watch that episode, there is one person not crying and that's Travis, Travis Hammond. The rest of them are sobbing. Yeah. Like even the DM hasn't said like words for like 10, Matt Mercer hasn't said anything for like 10, 15 minutes. And he is just tears streaming down his face. And it's like, okay, the DM got the players to cry, but the players got the DM to cry. Yeah. And it is just like, it's one of those, like, I want that. I want that in a game. I want <laughs> yeah. I want to run a game. Everyone's attached to these characters. Something happens. And you just watch the sobs. Yeah. yeah. You want to make Le- us cry. Fair Liam enough. knows how to write, dude. Like, oh, with his he is two characters, he knows how to do because oh. he was like, oh, we did level up, right, for this? So, yeah, I picked this class, and I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> uh, one of the greatest moments of whole, all of Campaign 1. Yeah, he said in the past that's like he wanted to drive that home, and that's why he did it. Uh, yeah. It's okay. like, oh, well done, sir. Well done. Well done. Yeah, a great Very use well of druid craft by, oh, oh, what was he? Rogue? paladin and one druid. level of druid Jesus. at yep. level, level 20 of you know, for Kiki. Of being, 
Instead of being a creepy ass who has mushrooms follow you everywhere you go, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They're fungal spores. Thank you. He wanted to drive that dagger in. Can we talk about circle of spores, Druid? They're really good. They are, actually. (laughs) I mean, I can drive a dagger in them and then mushrooms will literally grow on him afterwards. (laughs) So, like. Yeah. A a dagger, dagger, dagger. Circle of spores. Y'all are going to want to keep an eye out because we got a special one shot that we're going to do. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. And we kind of did a little bit of flavor tweak because the character I have is based off Circle of Spores, but it's tweaked, and that's all I'll say for now. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. I'm just about done writing what I need to write and putting together some stuff. And maybe we sh- we're gonna record it after deer season. <laughs> yeah, the good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yak and I are gonna be absolutely useless. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yep. I understand. Trying to s- the weeks after November fifteenth are usually a national holiday uh, up in these neck of the woods. I wouldn't say national, but they're definitely a state holiday. Oh, whatever. You know what I meant. There's counties up north that just shut down. Because everybody's hunting. They, there's no school. There's no work. Everyone just goes hunting. I'm surprised we there ain't going to be shit this year. I mean, deer hunting and COVID. Boom. Everything's wiped out, man. Flatline. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. nothing. <laughs> I'd be cool with it. I could stay home. Yeah. How's your COVID going, monkey? Pretty good. I'm negative. So, woo. Hooray. Yeah. Yep. Only took a week to get the fucking test back. But, hey, whatever. Hey. Wow. Yeah. COVID negative, HIV negative. It's all good, bro. You're, you're living life. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But yeah, all good now. Back to work on location, so yay. That's not yeah. cool. No. no. <laughs> That's not That's, cool. It's really sad, actually. It is an hour-long drive there, an hour-long drive back. Yeah, uh, that sucks. Yes, it does. That sucks. Yes, it does. Uh, hey guys, let's wallow in our sadness for a couple of minutes. How's that sound? Okay, yeah. Break time. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the break, prepare for some fun. Oh no. Oh, no. oh that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I get to go. Welcome back. Now it is time for our favorite cantrips. My turn. All right, settle <clears> down, <throat> everybody. Settle down. Whoa, whoa. we're so Take, so your, excited. Put your shirts back on. No, I refuse. <laughs> oh, all right, I refuse. I'm flashing them. <laughs> it's done. Um, as the resident warlock, I of course picked. Thaumaturgy. Oh, no. <laughs> yes! Yes! That's Let's what talk my about paladin <laughs> picked. Um, no. I picked, of course, Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Oh, just those, it's a one action, a range of 120 feet, which that alone is pretty BA. Yeah. Like, 120 feet. Like, yeah. you're sniping people a couple times before they even get to you. Yeah. <clears throat> That's like two uh, turns before they can get to you. The double dash. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's instantaneous. 
It is a beam of cackling energy streaks towards a creature within range. Make a spell attack against that target on a hit. The target takes 1d10 force damage. The other cool thing is at higher levels, you produce another beam. So you produce 2 and 5, 3 and 11, and 4 and 17. Here's what's really cool about it. You can fire all at one target or at different. That is crowd control. <clears throat> you know, And you get to make a separate attack for each one. So it's not like, okay, roll, and then, oh, hey, they hit or they all miss. It's just roll, 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 yeah. roll. Yeah, and it's not like AOE where you're just going to hit all your friends. You actually get to target the ones you want to hit. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a big one. Um, Here's part of the reason why I like it. A crackling energy streaks. That is so RP open, you know, like fireball. You fire a small little orb, and when it reaches its destination or hits something where it can't move any farther, detonation. <clears throat> fire bolt, little beam of fire goes. Like, a lot of these are very... You can RP them, but you're kind of stuck with what they are. Mm-hmm. Crackling energy, dude. You can do that anything. You can be like, oh, I just shoot like a, a beam. You can say what color it is like i do in ray's campaign yeah. whereas you know i depending on my character Aaliyah's mood it'll be anywhere from just black or red or blood red or just you know it's so rp heavy especially like hey how are these enemies looking oh the big bad looks like they're almost done like if you hit them they're pretty much look like they'll keel over okay so i'm gonna rp that a little heavier if i roll and i hit because i want that Another cool thing, also in Ray's campaign, Monkey is a paladin, and I don't remember how, but you have access to... <laughs> magic Initiate. Okay. Yep. yep. So he has Magic Initiate, so he gets to pick any cantrip, correct? Yep. Uh, yeah, two cantrips and a first level spell from uh, any spell list. So I can take it from, like you said, the Warlock, and uh, go from there. Okay, so Monkey's Paladin has... Eldritch Blast, and thankfully so far, I don't think you've done like a whole like you've been doing a lot of one and two points of damage with it. Yeah, it's not it's and, not a lot. Like I've gotten max damage on it once, but I don't get to add all the fun stuff that a warlock. Yeah. Does. So like a lot of the times, you know, monkeys just like, oh, I do one two points of damage, and Aaliyah just goes, <laughs> watch this, <laughs> because she's a warlock and. Even more importantly, she's a pack fiend warlock, so she's got the invocations, so she gets to add all kinds of crazy shit. Agonizing blast, I think, you know, is what the agonizing blast yeah. is one. So I get to add my charisma modifier, which is plus five. So monkey, if he rolls a minimum, he's doing one point of damage for his eldritch blast. I roll minimum, I'm doing a minimum of six points. Right Pretty off the sweet. Bat. And that's at the first, you know, you have, you know, level that's not even leveled up. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> you know, you get all this crazy stuff that just makes it powerful. Like, I like a lot of the cantrips in 5th edition versus some of the previous because a lot of the damage ones, yeah, there's a save, but it's more meant for low levels or stuff. Eldritch Blast, you just gotta make sure you hit. Um, it is a ranged spell attack, right? You yeah. have to roll. Yes, okay. 120 feet. 120 feet. I think also, I'm, you know, I don't know the 
invocation off the top of my head, but I have it set up where, you know, I think my range now for that is like 300 and like 320 or 360. Um, like, that's just insane. Yeah. Like, I'm literally going pew, 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 pew. <laughs> what happens if you add Spell Sniper on top of it to double it? Yeah. Wait. Can it stack? Wait. Can it stack? Hold on. <laughs> I mean... It, I I would allow it, Ooh. but here here's here's where I would throw that a wrench into it as a DM. Can you see for that far? Like, it's <laughs> a good question. Can you? Right, like you know, flat terrain. Yeah, you can see. Like, oh hey, here they come. It's two football pew, fields. It's really pew, all pew, it is. Pew. Right, but you know what I'm saying is there might be a forest, mm -hmm. or you might be yeah. on hills, yeah. or it might be night. You know, there's ways around it. Yep. But yeah, I mean, if it's flat terrain, you know, and you decided to like, hey, are you going to allow this? As a DM, you know, I'm going to let you use it, but I'm also not going to let you just be like, hey, hey, pew, pew, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> right. I will if I if you use a scry every time. I'll, I'll make you <laughs> use that, what is it, third, fourth level scry? I, no I don't know, idea. whatever level scry is. If you use a scry every time you try to spell snipe from 8,000 feet away or whatever <laughs> bullshit you're trying to do, yeah, go ahead. It's uh, probably going to hit a bird before it gets there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You have to take into account the curve of the earth. The curve, random things moving in front of it. Yep. No, you don't gotta do that, man, because it's magic, bruh. Like, like it's, it's just magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fireball takes that and says, fuck you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But no, I mean, it's. For me, Eldritch Blast is one of those that just. It's so RP open, and it's the best of both worlds because you can RP it with how it looks, how it streaks, stuff like that. But you're also doing damage. So if you're like kind of feeling a little bit murder hobo-y, which I'm not going to lie, there's been times like Ray's like, okay, you know, this is going to be like a combat type session because, you know, or it's going to be heavy RP. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm feeling kind of murder hobo-y because just life in general. So someone's getting Eldritch Blast. Time to the bookshop keep. Because <sighs> like the only thing close to that in in my head, it's still a really good cantrip. It's Firebolt because it's it's got the range. The only things to me that set Eldridge Blast minus all the Warlock bullshit, like minus all the other stuff, is one you can pick multiple targets with it. That's pretty cool. And the other one is it does force damage because a lot of stuff is fire resistant. That's a really right. good point. I mean, yeah, like even like in Monkey's case where it's the Paladin. Eldritch Blast over Firebolt yeah. any day. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, the invocation you're thinking is Devil's Sight. That's what that's what you took. Because it allows you to, the, the magical darkness thing as well as the 120 feet extra. No, there's an actual invocation yeah, that like lets the spell Devil's Sight just I lets you see. I thought that that's see. what you had, though. I do, oh, but I've got okay, multiple. So that's, yeah, it's got a bunch. I thought that that's the question in which we were referencing. 
No, wait. no. We know he can see 120 feet in darkness and magical darkness. I, no, I well, I didn't know yeah. if he didn't yeah. know what the name of it is, and it's double sight. Yeah. He just so there. Yeah. sits inside of a black circle ball of poop. <laughs> laser beams. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm glad that Eldritch Blast can be used as like an RP. Uh, it can be used as an RP spell because. The Warlock is probably one of the best classes to do RP. It's, like, almost built into your character. You know, something happened, and this is why you have magic. Well, this something that happened totally affects everything in your current life or in your future. You know, something might happen. You have this otherworldly being or patron that allows you to have these powers, and... Every once in a while, they might come around. Yep. Like a parasite. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, back to the RP thing, changing colors and whatnot. I mean, yeah, my paladin, he took it. And I'm RPing it as, since he's a uh, ancient's paladin, mm-hmm. it's like a lighter green type of of energy kind of like a life energy that he shoots out of his sword so i mean it doesn't say how it has to shoot so i mean it comes right out of the sword and it's it's like a light blade type thing right like our two eldritch blasts could not be any more different because yours is all like life and energy and Aaliyah is just death and darkness angry <laughs> yeah made a pact with a demon and just yep yeah it is dark and the angrier she gets and that yeah like i know i've done blast hits on enemies in ray's campaign with eldritch blast and she's nice. like okay it drops and i'm like cool when it hits it circles around them for a bit and then it pulls the life force and brings it back to me yep because I get that if I deal a death kill or a death blow, I get charisma modifier plus my level back in hit points. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a freaking warlock level one thing. I so know. like being level what are we five or six now? Like uh, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. It's like oh hey ten eleven hit points just done. <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah. And the only reason I took it was because my paladin didn't have any like ranged attacks like reliable ranged attacks. Right. So, as I'm charging somebody, if I can't get up to them, I might as well shoot them with an Eldritch Blast. It's reliable, and the attack bonus relies on the Charisma um, spellcasting ability, which the Paladin already uses. So, it just worked. Are you, are you key blasting him like Vegeta did to Gohan? <laughs> as I'm running up to him, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I mean, like, yeah, slicing at him. Kind of like Trunks. If- if you're right. an anime fan, like Eldritch Blast, especially at higher level, you can key blast. Yeah. Just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you want that barrage? You got it. No. I knew I knew you were gonna no. catch on to it, that's why I did it. <laughs> I love Sandstorm. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I, we didn't just find out the ruler tool on roll but, 20 but we have been using it a lot lately and everybody who does it has a different color and you can sort of just like twirl it around and everybody's different colors are twirling around and it's like a little rave in the middle of your party and 
Laser light storm with sandstorm playing <gasps> in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's a great it's But good. I wanted to go back because you said like you can change the magic and, yeah. or the color and stuff so like everyone's different. Yep. That makes sense. But like for my wizard, I thought, I was like, you know what? What if I just labeled a color for every school and then if I cast a spell from that school, it's that kind of color. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. like, because I'm like, it is magic, and you can literally do anything you want with it. Now, you, when you said that, it rang in my head, and I was like, because I would the way I built my wizard, I'm like, all right, he's just gonna be like this kind of straightforward-ish kind of wizard dude, and I'm like, wait a second, he's got the power of the rainbow on his side. What if I did some <laughs> other crazy stuff? Like, the what power is he of straight? The rainbow. Are you sure? The rainbow's... Is he going to get freaky? Mm-hmm. The rainbow's pretty He's powerful. got that prestidigitation to smell good for anybody who <laughs> So are you going to have... <laughs> so with Fireball, what color are you going to make it? Oh, it's invocation? I think... I'd have to look. I think it is. Sure. Invocation is red-colored spells. Okay, so it's still so like it's a not... Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, I think... I can't remember... I think prestidigitation is transmutation, yeah. which I think I did gold, so it's like little gold sparkles yeah. coming out of my fingers. <laughs> yeah, I do. I just, I just remember like prestidigitation. My first memory is you is that sandy sort of desert <laughs> area that just we were in, and I was like, and my character uh, Harmony was like, listen, I'm a prissy bitch. I will pay you <laughs> to clean my nethers because we don't have any bathing or like, no. I don't have wet we're wipes. Gonna, we're in a fucking yeah. desert. Where are we going to find yeah. like water? And you're like one complete aspect or a completely different person than I am. You're just like, oh yeah, I take off my clothes in front of you, and let's, I'm like that nerdy wizard, like, uh, uh, girl, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. just make me clean, please. Yeah, this is just a business. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> right. Desensitize, not sensitize at all. Yeah, I mean that's the life of a sex worker. Yep. <sighs> Did you get it out of your system, Drake? Shit. Do you want to talk about Eldritch uh, Blast some more? Yes. No, I mean, that was pretty much it. I, you know, it's very, you know, it's a damage spell, and that's how a lot of people view it. But it's super RP open because the invocations in all the different books, like, we didn't even get into the fact that I think it's Xanathir's guide to everything. It's got more, doesn't it? It's got more, and, like, some of them I think are, like, you can choose to either push your mm-hmm. opponent 10 feet away mm-hmm. or pull them 10 yes. feet closer yeah. so literally you can be like oh hey this enemy's trying to stay out of range pew 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 they all hit 10 20 30, 30. feet closer yes. into the party yes. and then the rest of the party's like hack and slash i just think hack death knight slash. get over here <laughs> <laughs> right yeah I've, I've i've got a student work that i've talked to before and he said he's literally made scorpion from mortal combat <laughs> yes. yep with a warlock and just yeah get over here yep grasp of hadar mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, that's yes. the uh, spoiler alert. That's the warlock that I'm working on for a campaign that'll probably never oh, yeah, happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yo-yo. Yeah, my, my goblin warlock is the, the yo-yo warlock. So she's planning on having both the push and the pull 10 feet for the whatever those Eldritch Blast implications are. Is her profession, like, professional yo-yoing? Like, entertainment? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Like, funny. from the 90s, it's like... <laughs> Hey, I was part of that fad. I remember oh, that. You know no. what? I had a yo-yo or, or five. You never know because she's actually from Long Island. And over there, <laughs> over there, everything is from the 1990s. They don't move on in, in Long Island. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's practically a strip mall over there. Yeah. And if people don't know the 90s, I'd say look it up, but there's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing but pogs and jinko jeans don't bother <laughs> and, oh no uh, what are those uh fuck somebody posted about it today little furbies those things too oh god no no or were those when, yeah fuck were those you. 90s or were those 2000s those were 90s, no, was, they they were 90s, were 90s. Like late 90s mid to late 90s okay. i would say they're mid because anna had a song we had two Okay. Me and my brother had one each, and they were terrifying. His kept waking up, took the batteries out, and it still talked. 1998, guys. I told you it was late 90s. Fucking okay. frightening. Right. Yeah. Okay. Scary. Yeah. Well, someone posted, and it was like, well, they have forward-facing eyes, which means they're predatory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It does. Right? It really does. That's creepy like, as those ah! fuckers were. Keep your beak away from me. Keep your beak away from me. <laughs> Don't touch me. But. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, like I said, I told y'all when we were talking about this, like, I'm going to, of course, talk about Eldritch Blast, and y'all were like, ooh, shocker there. <laughs> but I'm like, cool. I'm going to look at this, yeah. uh, you know, like, from an RP standpoint. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, yeah, the damage is cool. You get to multiple beams. But, you know spells that are just like hey this is open like magic missiles another spell that is you can decide what the missiles are i can go to any table and basically decide like hey this is what it's going to look like and even if i get a bunch of rules lawyers they can't be like what no that's that that's a, it says this is what it is right. been like dude it just is energy i can make that energy look like a bunch of flaming flying dicks and throw them at people's assholes <laughs> Flaming hamsters coming Pelvic to Pelvic thrust! <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, if like... you weren't going to pick it, I was definitely going to pick it. Because it just is amazing. Yeah. Plus yeah. that force uh, damage, I mean, uh, too. Like, Yes. Yeah. Uh, That's a big one. That's you know, like Yaka said, it is force damage. Yep. It's not fire damage yep. or cold where, you know... I don't really know there's a whole... I mean, I'm sure there are somebody who would probably be like, well, actually, this is force immune, but... There, like, you don't, there are... That's what I'm looking amount. up right yes. now. <laughs> very small amount. Yes. Like, yeah, whereas... the fire plane, what the fuck are you going to do with fireball? Yeah, and, like, like yeah, half the creatures are fire resistant. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. So force... Like, yeah. There's going to be some force resistant, but... You might have yeah, there are half many. Doing damage and usually they're high up. Versus fireball. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah, you're not going to find any low-level fucking force-resistant creatures. Yeah. No. Not no. at all. No. I can't even think of, like, any mid-ones, too. Yeah. Like, 
fire, I can think of like mid range, like oh, fire elementals, you know, fire Afridis, um, like certain tieflings, like not full dragons, but right. know, like red dragons, like mm. wormling, like the young ones and shit. They're fire resistant. Like okay, cool. I'm looking at the beholder because it does have that anti magic field. Yeah, well, but that's that just, fucks both. That's stuff. everything. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, that's... huh? Would that stop it? Yeah, yeah that would. That would. <laughs> yeah, you're shooting. You're shooting blanks at that point. <laughs> so the one I was thinking about was the bear totem barbarian, but they are resistant oh, yeah. to force damage. Yes. Because yes. I know that the, it was with psychic damage that they were not resistant to. Like that was one of the only one types of damage that the bear totem. Bear totem is all resistances. Yeah, that's why I picked them for the uh, uh, the one shot we did when I was at Dragonborn. Oh yeah, white Dragonborn barbarian bear totem. That way, I was extremely fucking resistant, and I just could not die. Yeah. Did you die? When you're so yeah. angry, <laughs> no, no, I die. barely got to half health, and we fought. You know who almost died? my bar yeah we fought <laughs> what a fire elemental two or three times and then yeah. the <laughs> mimic yeah and i barely got to half health and i was in his face taking fire damage the entire time that's true yeah it, i feel like this is one of the many that i was not was, able to it was i'm sorry yeah there was a couple puzzle yeah, i was like yeah it. they couldn't figure out the puzzle and so they just kept having to fight the elemental of whatever I, type I, I figured it out but i was a barbarian yeah. and i I knew that I had already dumped all of my wisdom in intelligence stats, so I did not care. So after fighting it a couple of times, I said, fuck it, I'm pissed off at this candle because that's where he keeps coming from. So I sliced it in half, and that fixed it. That was the end of the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> no more puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> no more puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I do believe... That is this week's episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you guys want to talk about the second round of stuff. Ugh, I think that'll take too long. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, some of us have to be leaving. Oh, uh, that's right. Busy adults. Busy adults. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. We're busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was the most depressing. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh... I'm going to steal that and then just put it at the end of every episode. Yeah. Just so Follow existentially tired. <laughs> but, no. Thanks for watching, listening. Yep. You know, follow us on Facebook. Do we have a Facebook? We have Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Listen to us on YouTube. Uh, Amazon Music now. I got that set up. Spotify, Woo-hoo. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Google Podcast. Uh, we got OnlyFans. Oh. It's all good. We haven't, <laughs> oh. we haven't started, but if Yaka wants to, have at it, bud. That is all you. I'm sure you'll get plenty. <laughs> Just look up Harry Bear. That's right. He's the, only, he's the only single one out of all I don't, of us. So. I don't think you're ready. We're gonna get like we're gonna get a cease and desist order from Biden. Oh. Like he's not even present yet in his Department of Justice is like, yeah, we, we need you guys to cease and desist yeah. immediately. The, the bear community bear. is going to revolt. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Shit. Alright, well, <laughs> thanks for listening. And, uh... <laughs> Peace out, folks. See ya. Bye. See ya. <laughs>
Adult Adventures. That concludes our episode today of Busy Adults. What's your favorite cantrip? Leave a comment in the comment section. Let us know. Do you agree, disagree with any of them? Do you have a different favorite one? And still, wish is not a cantrip. Take care, folks, and we'll see you in two weeks again on Busy Adults.